This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody and welcome to another episode of if you don't like that in just a moment larry krueger to talk about the warriors king series which begins tomorrow game one of the best of seven we are brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com n-e-w wrxplumbing.com and remember if you have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem New Works Plumbing will be there with their 24-7 service. That's New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Larry Kruger, he has been somebody that I've known for a long time. He was an intern of mine at Channel 31 back in the early 90s. He has done great. He's become a fixture in the Bay Area with his various radio station uh, stops and host and his YouTube show. It's always great when I can talk with Larry Kruger. My former intern, as I was telling you about, the one and only Larry Kruger, who's doing, Larry, you're kicking ass on your YouTube channel. Of course, people can uh, listen to you in the Bay Area in the afternoons, but I'm really happy for how you bounce back, man. It's great to have you on the show. How are you? Grant, doing great. Thanks for having me on. I'm really, I mean, I'm so excited for this series starting Saturday night. Can't wait for it. Isn't it hard to believe, Larry, that since the Kings moved to Sacramento in 1985, this is the first time that both teams have been good in the same season? You know, it it would be one thing if one team was bad the entire time, but the fact that both teams had a run of really strong play for a number of years, yeah. I mean, the fact that it didn't coincide, uh, not one season, was there any overlap? It just makes it all the, all you know, when the Kings were up, the Warriors were down. When the Warriors were up, the Kings have been down, and now they're both, I think we're, this is the beginning of what could be a nice, I don't know if it's going to be a long run because Golden State's old, but uh, definitely in the next couple of years, it's going to be fun. All right. Who are the real Golden State Warriors? Um, I think it's the team that, that you've seen in the last stretch of the year. Um, the Warriors are not old. You know, there's so many Kings fans going, oh, the Warriors are old. The Warriors are old. No, the Warriors are complacent. Mm-hmm. And when you, and, and to me, it's like a marathon runner. Uh, the Kings are running their first marathon and the Warriors have been running marathons for years. And so the Kings are just, they're getting by on all this energy and newness and enthusiasm. And I yep. mean, isn't it incredible? I'm doing this. And I told myself I would do this and I'm doing it. The Warriors are know their body, know exactly where they're at. 
know exactly how they should feel, how they do feel. Um, so I, I just think the Warriors are were complacent in the regular season. So I think they turned it on late, but I think this is the real Warrior team right now. I agree. I think the Warriors win this series for a couple of reasons. First of all, they're much better than their 44-win season indicated. I'm not worried about their road record this year. This is a team that's been there. They've done that. And here's the other aspect that I think the reason why the Warriors are going to win this series. In a close game, they're not going to beat themselves. They're just not. The Kings are going to have to beat the Golden State Warriors. They can't rely on the Warriors, in my opinion, to make mistakes at the end of close games. Because, Larry, I do think a lot of these games are going to be close. But, you know, three, four, five minutes left in a tight game, the Warriors aren't going to beat themselves. Well, and look at the play-in game so far. I mean, you know, teams are scoring far beneath what they score in the regular season. So how's Sacramento going to do? when their offense is not quite cooking at the same level that it was in the regular season, the Warriors can get stops. The Kings, I don't think can get stops. So, um, uh, and, and the other thing is, I think Golden State understands the dynamic here that Sacramento's young, they're talented, they're full of energy and emotion. And so they're going to come out early in this series. This isn't going to be your typical first round series for a defending champion where they're kind of ease into it. And it's like, okay, you know, mid mid series, turn it on. I think Draymond Green kind of stated it. They're gonna they're gonna fire in game one. They understand that giving the Kings any hope at all is probably uh, not the right move. And so yep. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna bring a ton of energy in game one on the road. Larry, let's talk about the matchup: the Warriors defending Demontis Sabonis. How do you see that going? Well, I mean, there's two options really. Um, it, it's going to be Looney probably to start. Uh, if the Warriors want to go up tempo, they're going to put Green on them. Green obviously is 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 the you know the, one of the league's best defenders. And forget what his size is, he's he's he is tenacious and he's he's got all the tricks of the trade. So um, you know, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I'm I'm more worried, Grant, about Sabonis's ability to find Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, Malik Monk on the perimeter. You know, the number that jumps out to me about Sabonis is not the fact that. He was, you know, had this incredible rebounding numbers. It's the seven plus assists per game. And if he's able to be a playmaker for them and consistently find the open guy and those guys knock down shots, it's going to yep. be a very competitive series. It's a lot of ifs, though. You know, the fans get way too caught up in the regular season. First of all, GT, I appreciate you reaching out. Okay. Donovan Mitchell did not play in the game in Cleveland, and the Grizzlies were also shorthanded. Desmond Bain did not play in that game. So, you know, you have to look at, you know, who's playing and who's not. I, I don't I don't really judge anything from the regular season when this series. I don't care what the Warriors did in the regular season. I don't care that they only won 11 games on the road. That doesn't mean anything to me. The numbers with the Warriors, to me, are meaningless, just like the stat that you gave me, okay? Here's what I know about these two teams. The Kings had a very good season. They won 48 games, okay? They played very well on the road. They didn't play very well at home. The Warriors won 33 games, Larry, at home. They only won 11 on the road. I'm not, I'll tell you, I would be shocked, Larry, and I mean shocked, if the Warriors don't win at least one game in Sacramento. They've won one playoff game on the road in every series uh, under Kerr. So, yeah, I mean, I expect that as well. I mean, you got to remember this. I mean, you know, uh, you know, a guy that we both know, John Dickinson, who works uh, at 95-7 the game with me in the Bay Area, had a great stat. He said the Kings won four more games than the Warriors, and if you dig deeply into the schedule, what you'll find is that the Warriors went 0-4 against Orlando and Detroit, and the Kings went 4-0 against Orlando and Detroit. Otherwise, they're well, teams with identical records. See, to me, I look at it completely different. The Warriors rested 
how many times did they not play their stars? Two games in New Orleans. There was a game in Cleveland, I believe. How many games did the Warriors just tank because of this crap called load management? So, you know, again, I, I don't pay attention to that stuff as much as others do. Here, here's the bottom line to me. Could the Kings win this series? Yeah, of course they could. The Kings don't have Steph Curry. When you and I were doing shows last year during the playoffs, I said the reason why I thought the Warriors would beat the Boston Celtics in the finals is because they had Steph Curry and the Celtics didn't. Steph Curry, to me, is a difference maker in this series. He's better than anybody has on the Kings. No disrespect to De'Aaron Fox. And the playoff version of Steph Curry is unlike, really, almost any player in the league. And I think that also is a big check mark in the column for the Warriors. I think it's a great point. I think the other thing is that Steph Curry is is a guy who can play on the ball. But in this series, I expect him at times to play off the ball. I think if you're Golden State, one of the things that you can't deny is that 25-year-old De'Aaron Fox has more energy, especially this late in the campaign, than 35-year-old Steph. So how do you equal that, even that out if you're the Warriors? You run Steph on figure eights off screens, you play him off the ball, and you make Fox chase him all over the floor on the defensive end. And if you can make Fox work defensively, I think you're going you're gonna to benefit on the other end. Yep. How important do you think Gary Payton will be in this series, Larry? He's the key cog. I mean, there's I just no question. He's the key guy. He's the reason the Warriors get stops. I expect him to either be on Malik Monk, snuffing out Monk's candle, or I think there's a very good chance that Kerr, if Fox has a lot of success, could just put GP2 on him. And and since GP2 has come back, I mean, the, the Warriors' defensive rating is 106.3. That's the wow. best in the NBA. He, wow. he came back on March the 26th. It's been unbelievably seamless, the transition he's made from not being on this team all year uh, to stepping in. And like, it's, it's like, he's just, he's been, he's never been gone. Hey, uh, GT, you're delusional. Okay. About uh, Gary Payton uh, is overrated. No better than KZ. You're, de- you're delusional. You're not watching the games. Yeah. I mean, GP two, you got to remember this. Payton is, is a 30 year old guy. He's a 6'4 player who uh-huh. plays like 6'7 because he's got such long arms. He yep. literally can pick you while he's standing on your left side of your body and you're dribbling with your right hand on your right side of your body. He, he's he's yep. an impact defender. I mean, there have been very – Grant, you've watched more NBA ball than anybody. To me, there's a guy that he reminds me of from the 80s with the Lakers, and that's Michael Cooper. He's got this ridiculous length. Cooper was a little bit taller, but – Another guy with length, tenacity, uh, body control, attitude. I yep. mean, he's just an A-grade defender. What are you expecting, Larry, from Andrew Wiggins? I don't know. That's that's the ultimate wild card. To me, the, if you say the Sacramento Kings are going to win this series, it's because Golden State may not be at peak efficiency trying to reintroduce Wiggins to the situation. How, much, how many minutes can Wiggins play? Can he start? Um, can he handle a full workload? And then which Wiggins are you getting? Are you getting the Wiggins that kind of drifts in and out? Or are you going to get that guy who just absolutely elevated in the playoffs last year and did great job defensively, uh, was in a menace on the boards? I have no idea, Grant. In fact, yeah. I, my, in my opinion, Grant, I would, if I'm Kerr, I'm not. I'm I'm easing this guy back in. You've got Kuminga playing well. You've got Moses Moody easily playing the best basketball of his year 
right now. If Kerr doesn't lean on those two guys a little bit and take a little bit of that load off Wiggins, then it's just a it's a crapshoot. Who knows what they're going to get? Should Warrior fans, again, be concerned about the behavior of Green? We saw it last year in the playoffs, particularly in the Memphis series, the unpredictability of Draymond Green. We know no. this. Every team in the NBA would love to have a green on their roster come playoff time. I get that. I thought he was fabulous last year in the playoffs. But there is that if. Do you worry about that? No, I really don't. I mean, this is a, this guy is keenly aware of the stakes. He understands the situation. Um, I think he's very laser-focused. Um, he's had a terrific year. I mean, he really has had a very good year. Uh, he got himself in shape. Um, you know, I mean, he's just – he hasn't been a distraction. He's been a real positive – I mean, I know the whole, everybody knows the headline about hitting, hitting pool. And I'm, that caused a lot of waves early and may ultimately usher his early departure out of Golden State. But Grant, on the floor, the guy's been absolutely fantastic. He's taken it to a different level. I expect him to keep it reined in. Yep. I really do. Okay. Would you be shocked, surprised, only a little surprised if the Kings win this series? How would you characterize that? If sac if we're talking two weeks from now and the Kings are getting ready to play the winner of the Lakers and the Grizzlies, your reaction would be what? Um, that youth is served. You know, that it's a young man's game and that the speed and energy of Sacramento was overwhelming and overpowering for Golden State's 35-year-old players. That the Kings are right now and the Warriors, uh, you know, their old core was a little too old and they're young and, and they didn't have enough players in their prime. That's the one, the one a nice thing with the James Wiseman trade and the Wiggins return is that you're adding two more players in the prime of their career. Golden State early in this year was a, had too many guys in their roster. They had five guys that were 22 or younger on opening night. And, you know, you've got four or five guys that are also 35. So, you, you know, a little too old, a little too young, not enough in the middle. Well, the Wiseman deal and the re-addition of Wiggins gives yep. them two prime players. I think that's going to be key. So, to me, it will be the Warriors got old. All right, I also want to talk to you about uh, New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Kings and Warriors, game one coming up on Saturday, game two on Monday. And then, Larry, a long layoff here, a game Thursday and a game Sunday. Do you think that's beneficial for the Warriors, an older team? No question. I mean, any any rest they can get um, is is going to be appreciated. But it also kind of depends how how the first you know couple games go. Um, you know, is Sacramento reeling or are they riding high? Um, you you'd always like a little extra time to prepare and make adjustments if you need to make adjustments. So the extra off time might favor the team that's actually behind in the series. I, I think Sacramento has a chance to maybe win the first two at home. But the one thing you got to remember this about Golden State is that in almost every series they've had, they've made an in-series adjustment and then just not look back. So yeah. I, I would not be surprised if Sacramento won the first two at home and then Golden State won four in a row. All right. I get a lot of questions regarding Mike Brown and his familiarity with the Warriors. Now, Larry, my take on that is there are no secrets in the league. Everyone knows what the Warriors are going to do, and they still can't stop them. Do you think that's an advantage for Sacramento, though, that Mike Brown is so familiar with the Warriors, or do you think it's a non-issue? Well, I, you know, first of all, it's a player's league. So, I mean, and it's more so than any other league in America. NBA is a player's league. So it, my first inclination to say any coaching angles are not a big deal. But 
The one thing that Mike Brown has an advantage on is that Mike Brown has had a chance to watch Steve Kerr up close, adjust to every scenario that's come, come his way. And Kerr has not had that ability to look at Brown that way. I think that's advantage Brown. I think Brown's going to have a pretty good idea if the Kings are successful in a certain area, what Kerr's adjustment will be. And so I think, you know, will the Warriors be able to adjust if the Kings have success? And will Brown be ready for that adjustment? I think it's advantage Brown. I really do. All right. I had a show with Jerry Reynolds last night, and we broke it down this way. We gave the advantage to the Warriors in the backcourt. We gave the Kings the advantage on the front line, and we gave the bench advantage to the Warriors. How do you break that down? Bench, definitely advantage to the Warriors. I mean, Sacramento does not have – I mean, Davion Mitchell, you know, if Sacramento wins a series, Davion Mitchell will have to play a significant defensive role off the bench. They don't have a good uh, – they don't have a deep bench, in my opinion, and they don't have a, a, a big-time defender. Uh, Golden State's bench, I think, is better uh, and deeper. DiVincenzo, Poole, um, definitely advantage Golden State on the bench, definitely advantage Golden State in the backcourt, um, and I would agree advantage to the Kings up front, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know exactly what to expect from Wiggins. So he, that's kind of Wiggins and pool are the yep. wild cards for the Warriors Grant yep. because pool is pool can shoot you in pool can shoot you out. And, um, and Wiggins is, hasn't played in seven weeks. We I have know. no idea what he's going to be. How many games you see this series going? I think it's going to be, you know, I, I guess I would probably say six, I'll give Sacramento two wins, um, but I, I think Golden State definitely wins three and four at home. So, you know, the first two games are essential for Sacramento. Um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was a gentleman's sweep where the Warriors won game one, won game two, or won game one, you know, maybe maybe went up 3-0 and then lost game four um, and found a, found a way to win game five. I don't think Holman Road's going to mean a ton here. Um, I think both teams have the ability to win on the road. I agree. Um, but I think Golden State probably, if you say, how do I think it's going to go? I'll take Golden State in games one, two, and three, Sacramento in four, Warriors in five. So you think the Warriors, uh, and I, I've been trying to emphasize this because I really believe this. Again, I, I throw the regular season for the Warriors out the window. I think it's meaningless. Okay. This is very similar to what happened last year, Larry, if you remember. We talked about the Warriors kind of being in in – quicksand in the middle of the season. And we both agreed at the beginning of the playoffs that if the Warriors were healthy, they could win the championship. So I'm going to fast forward now. Here we are in April of 2023. Do you think this Warriors team this season is capable of going the distance? They are capable, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Denver's got too many guys in their prime. I don't see them getting by Denver. Uh, Denver, I love the way Denver's playing. I like how deep they are. You look at their entire team, the entire team's in their prime. Uh, I, I, I think Sacramento, I think Warriors get by Sacramento. They'd get by Lakers. They'd get by Memphis. They're not getting by Denver. Interesting that you say that because Denver ended the season only 12 and 11 and did not play well. Are you discounting Phoenix? You're not sold on Phoenix and tell me you're not. Are you a little concerned with Denver falling apart, apparently, towards the end of the season. Again, they did not play well, 12 and 11 in their last 23. I know. I'm a Malone fan, and I'm just a believer in their core. Um, I'm also kind of a believer that, you know, that um, that you win. I mean, Phoenix hasn't shown a lot of consistency to me. I mean, Durant's been there, but what exactly is Phoenix? Phoenix has some big names. I mean, how could you be shocked if Phoenix took down anybody with when you look at the names on their roster? But 
Uh, Denver's got more momentum. Denver's got more guys in their prime. I think that's going to matter here. All right. So you like the Warriors to win this series no more than six. I want to just pick your brain on the Lakers Grizzlies. Who do you think comes out on top in that series? Really tough series to handicap, but I'm taking the Lakers. I'm taking the Lakers. The Lakers, you know, it's a. I think Palinka. If it's not Monty McNair, Palinka's got to be executive of the year. I mean, yeah. Look, look what the look what he did. I mean, this yeah. this team had they were totally dead on opening night. They had Westbrook and all these bad contracts. Uh-huh. Now you look up. There's Rui. There's Beasley. There's Vanderbilt. There's D'Lo. There's Mo Bamba. I mean, this guy added so much talent. Now you got LeBron surrounded. It's amazing when you don't let LeBron be the GM and you actually have a GM be the GM. It's amazing that he can actually surround LeBron with, I don't know, complimentary players. And that's what he's got. He's got guys with length, guys who can shoot, guys who are gamers, really good role players. Um, And, you know, he's he's got the ball in his hands, not Westbrook. So I like the Lakers, especially after watching Gobert and that whole ugliness between him and slow-mo. Uh, and then the other guy punching the wall. I mean, I, I, I got to say the Lakers. Tell the fans what you're doing now. We know, you know, they can listen to you on the radio in the afternoons in the Bay Area. But I've been really impressed. I've been following what you've done on YouTube and the startup and how well that's going for you. Uh, I think what you're doing is fabulous. But tell the folks how they can find you. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the uh, YouTube, the Krug Show on YouTube. And um, it's taken off. We've got close to 17,000 subscribers. Uh, we're putting out, you know, content's getting about 700,000 views a month. Um, it's, it's really, really going well. And you can catch me. I fill in on 95, seven, the game I've been on all week this week an afternoon drive with Mark Willard. So check me out there. Um, but I'm also covering the Niners, the giants, the warriors all through my YouTube channel, the Krug show yeah. and, uh, having a, having a ton of fun, man. Really. It's a, I love uh, the YouTube space. It's been incredible. I think you're doing Awesome. I want to just switch gears for one minute and then we'll say goodbye. And I'm looking forward to coming on your show in the morning. Do you think Trey Lance will not be on the 49ers come draft weekend, correct? Yes, I think he'll be dealt. I do. And, and I, you, you you've been you you were you've been pretty consistent with your predictions involving Trey Lance. You thought the 49ers would take him, they did. Yes. You were right about Karate. You you were you hit the Purdy thing from day one. I give you a lot of credit. You were all over that. And you a couple of weeks ago, you didn't think that Lance would be on the team this coming year. Tell me, give me your version of what is going to happen this coming season with the 49ers at the quarterback position. I think the 49ers are going to recommit to Brock Purdy because they feel like he is not just a guy, but the guy. Um, And I think Sam Darnold has been brought in because Purdy may not be ready at the beginning of the year. Darnold is, is signed an incentive laden deal. Um, So I think Purdy's your one. I think Darnold's your two. They just had a second workout with uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the UCLA quarterback. I think if, whether it's Thompson Robinson, Jay Kaner, one of those guys on day two, maybe uh, uh, Max Duggan from TCU, I could see them drafting a third quarterback and he, having that quarterback on their practice squad. I think they're going to use Trey Lance to maybe parlay with a pick to get a significant player at the end of round one or maybe in round two. Um, I think ultimately, Grant, they don't want to keep Trey Lance's career hostage. They know he needs to play. He only played one year of college football. Um, there's things that they like about him, even long-term. They think he's going to be good long-term. Um, but I think they know that Purdy's won this job, won this locker room, and they're not going to hold him hostage. So they're going to move him to an advantageous spot in the AFC. 
Um, and they're going to go with Darnold and Purdy and most likely a rookie. And Shanahan's even said he may go with two quarterbacks this year. And that's so that third guy. And it's all dependent on the league's yeah. ruling in May about the third quarterback and how it's utilized. But I think that third guy is going to be a practice squad guy. I think he'll be DTR off the uh, practice squad. You come a long way from my intern at Channel 31, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, I miss those days of throwing a little crossball around on the yeah. state campus and, uh, <laughs> And, yeah. uh, you know, talking Ben, ben Big Ben Guillory and uh, Dwayne Coswell and <laughs> Anthony Bonner and Travis Mays. And we had some good times, man. Hey, I am really happy for your success. I'm looking forward to being on your show tomorrow morning. We'll have fun. I thought we were doing it Sunday morning. You want to do it Saturday morning? Oh, Sunday morning? morning? Okay, no problem. Sunday I was thinking Sunday morning yeah. after a little recap of game one. What do you think Not a that? problem. I'm ha- Sunday morning's perfect. Not tomorrow, Sunday. I got it down. Sounds good. Whenever you need me, I'm happy to come on with you. Whenever you need me. Oh, awesome. So let's do a Sunday morning and, yep. and we'll recap game one. And I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Sounds good. Just uh, hit me a follow-up text message. So I have it and I'll be ready to roll. Thanks, man. Be well. Thanks, Larry. Good to Take see care. you. Good stuff from Larry Kruger breaking down uh, this series. I think the series could go the way he forecast it. Uh, I don't see the Warriors winning the first three games. I, I don't. I think the Kings will split these first two games and I think it's going to be a hell of a series. Hey, I want to thank Foster's and Paws, a group of animal advocates. They are incredible. They work primarily with dogs and shelters. You can go to fostersandpaws.org. That's fostersandpaws.org. Check out their mission statement and everything that they do. If you're not able to adopt, hey, donations mean a lot to them and helps them paying for their, uh, the food for the pets and the shelter and everything else. Go to Foster's and pause.org. And also want to tell you about Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital. They do it all, all right? The foothills, the greater Sacramento area, uh, they've got 24-7 care. You know, you have an emergency, no problem, they're there for you. They have the most updated equipment. They are phenomenal. That's Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital in Auburn, serving the greater Sacramento area. My thanks to Larry Kruger. Don't forget, come out to Bennett's on Saturday for game one. Kings and the Warriors. It is going to be fun and hopefully a long series. All right. Let's hope Larry's wrong in his prediction because if Golden State's up 3 0, hmm, can you imagine how many? Uh, if the Warriors, if this series go back to Sacramento with the Warriors up 3 1, can you imagine how many Warrior fans will be in that building for a potential clincher in game five? Because a lot of Kings fans at that point will sell their tickets. We don't want that. That would be a bad look. Let's now move on to our Crowd Ultra Q&A. And today it is brought to you by Fosters and Paws, a group of animal advocates. They work primarily with dogs and shelters. Go to fostersandpaws.org. You can read about their mission statement and everything they do. They do phenomenal things. They truly do care about the pets in their care. They are awesome. Again, a group of animal advocates. And if you are not able to adopt Donations are greatly appreciated, which helps them with the food for the animals, the shelter. Uh, Again, go to fostersandpaws.org. That's fostersandpaws.org. All right, our first question from Reed. Do you think the Lakers will make it past the first round after seeing them in the play-in game? Well, I certainly was not impressed, Reed, with what I saw from the play-in game. I mean, they barely beat a shorthanded Minnesota team. So I will say no. I will say no. But when you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, uh, you never know. Ian wants to know, is it weird that the Sixers owner 
bought the division rival of the Eagles. It is a little odd. It's not unprecedented, but it is a little odd. Ryan wants to know, do you agree with Barkley that the Knicks-Cavs series is the only exciting thing about the Eastern Conference playoffs? Well, the one thing about sports is you never know what's going to happen. So there are surprises all the time. If we knew what was going to happen, we wouldn't watch sports. So no, I do not agree. Rich asked us, OKC have a strong enough young roster to be playoff contenders in the near future. If Oklahoma City drafts well, I think they will be a powerhouse for the next decade. Now, I don't know if that means championship, but they're going to be a perennial playoff team, Rich. Absolutely. Tim wants to know, do the Rays seem like they're hot or the real deal to you? Tim, the Rays are the real deal every year, aren't they? They're relevant every single year, even though they have such a small payroll. So, yeah, they're the real deal because they're the real deal pretty much every single year. Ernie asks, is Matt Strom right that serving beer in the eighth inning increases fan danger and doesn't give people as much time to sober up? Yeah, he is right. Unfortunately, fans can't control themselves, or I should say some fans. Some fans just uh, go overboard. And so, yeah, I think he is right. Absolutely. Josh wants to know, could you see an MLB expansion team in Salt Lake City? It's a very interesting question. I would say this. They had the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. Okay, the world came to Salt Lake City. Now think about that for a minute. Okay, think about that. So if you can host the Olympics, then you sure as heck can have a Major League Baseball team. I don't know enough about that market from a baseball perspective, but yeah, absolutely. I could see it happening. I really could. Just go to crowdultra.com and maybe I'll answer your question during my next podcast. It's time for Rant, Rant, Rant. And today's rant is brought to you by Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital. So great to have them on board. Love talking about what they do. Uh, they are incredible in terms of the services that they provide. Basically, they provide it all, okay? You have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They will be there for you, okay? They do all kinds of services. They've got the most advanced technology when it comes to pain management for your pets, all right? They are awesome. It is Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital. Again, they're located in Auburn, and they do serve the foothills and the greater Sacramento area. And again, they do have the most modern technology from CO2 laser surgery. They have therapeutic laser treatments, you know, surgical care, spay, neuter packages to advanced orthopedic procedures such as ACL repairs, dentistry, and much more. Again, that is Gold Country Veterinarian Hospital. So I've got a question for you, okay? Who's the individual that went into a Las Vegas casino, all right, and bet $10,000 at the Tropicana Casino, all right? Bet $10,000 for the Kings to win the championship at 750 to 1, and then bet another 8,000 title wager on Sacramento at 350 to 1. If the Kings win the championship, that better would get 10 point three million dollars now my question is like who has that kind of money where you can go and put down a total of eighteen thousand dollars on a team that many thought would be lucky to make the playoffs 
All right? And here they are as a three seed. And I guess, what is it? That's why they call it gambling. But seriously, could you imagine having that kind of dough where you walk into Caesars on July 12th before the during the middle of Summer League? And you go, yep, you know what? I think the Kings are going to shock the world. Here's 18 grand. And if I'm right, I get 10.3 million big ones. That's unbelievable to me. That's unfreaking believable to me. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Hey, make sure and you join us tomorrow at Bennett's in Roseville. Ryan and I will be doing our pregame, halftime, and postgame show watch party game one, Kings and Warriors. Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. And thanks so much for listening to If You Don't Like That. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.